Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bijou Podcasts. Welcome to episode 27 of The Stacey June Show. Today, my guest is Michelle Battersby. Hi friends, welcome back. Michelle Battersby, uh, who is the Marketing Associate Director for Bumble in APAC, joins me on the show today. I can't wait to fill you in on what we chat about um, and I will do that in a little bit. But firstly, I wanted to say it's been so refreshing and just really nice to hear about your um your takeaways from the self-centered Sunday shows. Starting over was an interesting one for me. Early days, I thought you started over maybe once, maybe twice in your life. But what I've started to realize as quite an evolved person, you shed and you start over so many more times than that. And it was so interesting to see what your version of starting over looked like over the past week. If you haven't heard uh, that particular episode or any of the Self-Centered Sunday episodes, please have a listen. And just to let you know, so many of us are having conversations about what people are relating to from those. So please, if you are felt, uh, if you do feel aligned to, drop me a line. Let me know uh, what it is that um, that's kind of connecting with you at that time. But if you are worried that you need to listen to it at a certain time, Sunday is not the only time to look after yourself. There's plenty other days. Um, I wanted to do a big quick shout out to those of you that have signed up over the past week uh, to the group coaching, which will start in June. Uh, We've got two more weeks to take some intakes. So the first night session will happen on Thursday the 6th. We're still waiting to see if we have enough uh, intake for the Wednesday night sessions. So if you are interested and you are interested in a payment plan, you need to email us as soon as possible by the end of this week at support at stacyjune.com. Or you can head to stacyjune.com forward slash workshops, which is where you can secure your spot uh, right now. Um, It is a really, really great way to, I suppose, go within. As we enter into winter, it's such a beautiful opportunity to really start to self-inquire, make sure that you have a self-care routine down pat that's built directly for you. We go through so many different principles of early stage spirituality, different meditations, techniques, uh, ways for you to access law of attraction in a language that works for you. There's there's really no preachy stuff here. It's just about practical tools to be able to shift and, and merge a life that you are willing 
to put the work in for, but uh, that you dream of essentially. And, and I think a lot of us feel a bit stuck and a bit lost and not sure how to begin that process. So uh, if you are feeling like you're in that place or you want to extend a little bit of your self-care routine um, or even just begin a self-inquiry process, this group coaching is such a great place to start. So that will be uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. So make sure that you, you get involved if you have been thinking about it. Okay, now on to my guest. Michelle Battersby, as I said, is the Associate Marketing Director for Bumble Australia and APAC, so the uh, the, uh, Asia-Pacific region. And essentially, Bumble was an interesting concept to many of us that were dating at the time. I, there were lots of different apps that were happening. Um, one in particular was dominating the market and Bumble came in with a real, real, real intention to back women. And it's interesting because I think as we've had a bit of a movement over the past 10 years and a marketing business movement of ways for you to back women, some have fallen short. My experience with Bumble was not that. If I'm at the right time, I was ready to take a little bit more charge across my dating life. And it's since then grown into so many different apps. There is a business Bumble section of the uh, app. There's also a BFF, which is a friendship networking part of the app. And this is what we really focus on in today's episode. Uh, It's an interesting one with a lot of the work I did with the Thinker Girls audience. Some of you may have been that audience. One of the biggest questions we would get asked is about how to make adult friends and how do you do that in areas where everybody, well, it's not even actually areas. I think it's just a time in our in our culture where we are so, so insular and yet we know so much about each other's social media lives, but we don't have abilities or confidence or access to really harnessing those connections in real life IRL. So I talk to Michelle a lot about that and about how they're really concentrating on that part of the business. Uh, we talk about how to make friends as an adult, how to get rid of friends and how to, and how to manage that transition process. You know, I think a lot of the time we need to be shed of we need to shed a lot of the bad weight before we actually get the gold and that's sometimes a really hard thing I talked to her about meeting people IRL and and what Bumble are doing in that in that particular space and we also talk about tall poppy syndrome personally we've heard tall poppy syndrome uh, spoken of a lot in the workplace or in careers or success career-wise and whilst we do touch into that a little bit with Michelle's own experience it's about how people uh, really bring you down in your personal life. I do have a second part of this chat that we're going to launch next week. I'm very, very, very excited to announce that the single Pringle uh, podcast on the Stacey June show will be launched next week. As I said, it will be a whole heap of different episodes, a Q&A with me about dating and relationships. I want to do some live events. I want to get guests on like Michelle uh, to talk about breakups and ways that people rebuilt themselves. And it's going to be a real focus on all of my single Pringle stuff. So next week is the launch of the single Pringle podcast, where I will not only launch a brand new show um, on this particular channel, so it will still live on the Stacey June show, but I will also air uh, my chat with Michelle about 
all things being single, how she was single, how she found herself, how to get in and out of relationships, and that'll come uh, next week. So for now, enjoy this chat with this really vibrant, smart, thoughtful chick who I had the absolute delight of hosting in my home and hope in the future to potentially do some collabs with them. I, I really back what they do, and I'm really excited about how we can control and and harness and flourish the best version version of our single self we can be. And I'm looking for so many different ways to do that. Um, And so if that ends up being something to do with Bumble, then that would be a dream come true. So let's see what happens in the future. But for now, Michelle is so delightful and so honest and really articulate. And I think you're going to like this chat. So we're at Bumble and BFF, that part of the, the app that I really am interested to talk to you about today, um, interested you. And it is a funny time. I know working on um, the past show that I did, The Thinker Girls, for so, so many years, and I think a very big part of our success was the fact that seven years ago when people didn't really have any other opportunities to find friends, they felt like we were their friends. And we started to understand that a little bit, but not really the level until social media came in, they could message us and we'd go to events and we'd find more and more people coming to events on their own. And really watching that change over the course of, you know, six or seven years and how how it didn't go away. The problem wasn't like this, you know, this kind of thing that we found a theme. It grew. And Mm. it was so weird because it was like you've got social media and you've got all these things that connect us, yet we're getting more and more messages about how people don't feel like they can meet anyone. How are you guys looking? I mean, I know that's been launched in Australia, but is it going to be a focus for you guys and 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 for people that are feeling a little bit uneasy with apps and that kind of approach and seeing it as dating all that kind of stuff I mean where do you guys stand with it and and what kind of benefit do you think that could bring somebody that is potentially sitting at home not really sure what to do yeah I mean it's so interesting because everyone is so overly connected um in today's society yet I read something the other day and it's like uh, London is the loneliest city in the world and I think it's the ages of 16 to 25 are more lonely than elderly people now. It's so awful. Think about when you were 16. I don't want to sound like I'm old but I was never not with my friends. Yeah. You know, and even, you know, you could be the popular kid, you could be not even the popular kid but you were doing things with people. Yeah. It's so strange. I think, you know, we can spend a whole day on our phones or emails Emailing and we feel like we're talking to people, but we're not actually talking to anyone face to face or having a real conversation. Um, I think that it's honestly really hard to make friends as an adult as well. You know, you go through these huge transitional phases. Maybe all your friends are having kids, getting married, getting Mm. divorced, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, Mm -hmm. and you might not. You're changing, having a breakup. Your friends, your boyfriend's friends, blah blah blah, work, whatever it is. Yeah, and you kind of can fall in and out or become closer, and then not so close with certain people. And it's really, it really is hard to make friends as an adult. And I also want to add to that. I think it's really good when you are at a point where you might feel like you don't have friends too. I think we often think that it's a negative thing. I think the problem is how do we then move forward to make those more soulful, deeper connections 
connection, conversation, yeah. friendships. But I got to say, I've come to this point a few times in my life where, look, I've got my absolute besties, but they don't live in the same city as me. So, oh, and I've moved around a lot for work. So I've definitely been someone that has had this problem because I've had to restart my life in so many different cities because of work. And so I think that when you let some friendships go or you let people go in your life, it's actually not a bad thing. Yeah. So I think we have to really not find the negative in that. But then what do you do next yeah. is the hard bit. And I think that's where you guys are trying to make a change, right? Yeah. So BFF is obviously all about um, platonic relationships, so friendships. Um, and I think the best thing about it is that it re- we really do target it towards women but it's also for men as well right um but I completely understand that you know it can feel a little strange sometimes meeting a friend on any form of social networking so you've app. got you're downloading the same app aren't you yeah, yeah. so you can yeah. on bumble you can have three different profiles yeah so you can have a dating profile a bff profile mm-hmm. and a biz profile yeah because what you put on your date profile is probably not what you're going to put on your mm-hmm. biz <laughs> on your business networking <laughs> profile um depends what business you're in i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you can also completely wipe date from the app okay. so if you are in a relationship you can just press a little cross and it's gone yeah um but i think one thing that we're great at doing in australia and bumble in general is one of our differentiators is that we really also try to get people off the app so we're always hosting events for singles for friends i love this yeah so you can actually come so on International Friends Day last year, for example, we did a dinner at Chin Chin and you just registered to attend via the BFF platform. You could come alone, you could come with friends, huge tables, and those events are amazing. We did one um, with Mac actually the other week and one of the girls told me that she heard two of the girls talking being like, okay, you're officially my best friend now. And people are actually coming along and meeting people and forming really great friendships yeah right. um and i think that coming along to our events is a great way to you know step into that if you are a little hesitant or you've never done it before and you can feel assured that there are so many other women who will also be coming by themselves mm. just to meet new people or to experience something different mm. um and we're doing these a lot in every city around australia and it's something that we're going to be increasing um increasing it's something we're going to be yeah, doing more increasing. regularly yeah, 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 this yeah. year yeah right that's so good to hear because i think and even what a great idea to jump on the app and then say to a friend or say to a potential new friend do you want to go to this event together so yeah. you don't have to think of oh is this weird do you see a movie do you go for a picnic i yeah. don't know you is it a coffee there's already events that are now starting to come out more regularly that you could potentially go and and have and you don't even have to have that decision making process yeah. with someone we did one at the clock in surrey hills actually and every me and every member of my team just went on bff and we each invited five girls and then just booked a table out at the clock and had everyone come did you really yeah, <laughs> yeah. i love that yeah I think it's really important that we find our relationship with our apps and our real life. And I, I, um, I'm a big advocate for using dating apps for your advantage. A hundred percent. And I think it's, it's really interesting, this conversation. And I didn't really feel that way until I downloaded Bumble because I'd used Bumble when I was single and definitely felt a different kind of, um, 
power, I got to say, in that process. It wasn't so much that I didn't have it in other things, but I just never really thought of it in the same way as what the the marketing was around why Bumble existed and what was there behind the message behind why it was there. And whilst it might seem very unfamiliar to people now because it seems like such a big brand, but essentially when it first launched here, my understanding was that and I think this is still the case, is that you need to make the first move. You need to Mm. talk to the guys first. And that didn't really worry me or not worry me. I didn't really think about it at the time. But I think subconsciously it was doing something different in my approach to the whole app dating thing where I started to look at it as what do I need to get from this? What am I wanting from this? What, What You have the power. What does it mean to me? Not just on the other end waiting for what it means to the other person. Mm. And I really find it commendable. It did that for me and, and I really try and encourage that and all the single girl stuff that I do to use dating apps to empower yourself. How do you guys find that, um, I guess, what are your kind of tips on doing what you guys are doing for BFF in the dating realm? So it's like obviously – you hope that people go on dates, but a lot of apps, a lot of dudes, as I found and a lot of my friends find and a lot of the people that follow Single Pringle find is that they want to sit there and talk to you forever and it's really hard to get the actual date. Yeah. What are your tips on, on people making sure that they're owning their dating experience on apps? Yeah, so we actually do a lot of singles events as well. You do as well. And okay, do the, right. same, the same kind of thing, yeah. So we'll do events purely for singles so it's like you don't need to have even matched with someone on the app you'll just find them promoted in the dating platform um we do them yeah every every major city around australia inviting groups of singles together so you can meet in real life but also i think the best thing is we've always been quite outspoken in the fact that we do want people to get off the app like that's not that's the whole point you know we want you to come onto bumble make meaningful connections um and then take those connections out into the real world um so a lot of experiences activations and events that are always targeted um towards our users so they can yeah make sure that there's an opportunity um to invite someone to do something yeah off the platform because it can it can be tricky and you can end up you know, in this back and forth communication, waiting for someone to say, "You're stuck okay. in there." Yeah, it's like it's like a vortex. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I always found like tradies are just really wanting to get home and just have someone to talk to, and then it's like. 9 p.m. and see you later and then the same time every day they're back to it you're like fuck off mate there's an app just for dating tradies isn't there oh i think there is so i'd be interested Maybe to I see wasn't. what their activity is like i wonder yeah, if there's like a block stuck. of time yeah. just hanging on there 4 p.m is like peak on yeah them. and in the time that they want to catch up is about saturday at 10 30 ish <laughs> which is i think quite convenient um so international women's day you guys did a, a really great campaign around tall poppy syndrome Mm. and what I loved about the campaign was the conversation around tall poppy syndrome uh, personally as opposed to professionally because I think this is a term that we hear a lot when it comes to our professional lives and our work situations of how we succeed how did you have you ever had this situation with you personally from maybe it is from your work success or maybe other success in your life where behind the scenes you've been made to feel a bit shit for succeeding? I honestly had never had this until recently. Oh, really? Yeah, or maybe I was just naive to it.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Honestly, only up until recently. Um, and it's sad because. It's, it's probably been happening with me more amongst people that I honestly did think were my friends. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure if it's because I've got a cool job um, or maybe they genuinely do just disagree with, with what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, I, I have, have started to experience it lately. Yeah, right. Like even just being excluded from things, I, I don't know. I won't get too much into it. Yeah, but there's, well, there's just a bit of a, you know what, it's interesting. When I feel like there's some form of manipulation or game playing, let's call it, Mm. going on, it's so funny with friends because I think it can be a really big time where you question yourself. Yeah. Because there's trust there and they're not dudes and they're not this like picture that we're painted that, you know, we are painted a bit of a picture that we shouldn't trust guys a bit. And so with girlfriends, we are painted that we should. And so when there's a funny feeling or something that doesn't feel a bit right, I think it takes us a lot longer to come to the table to say, actually, that's just not yeah. right or that feels a bit shit. Yeah. It's interesting because my boyfriend actually witnessed something the other day and he said, it sucks that li- you've literally done nothing other than just become successful. Like you've I, and I'm not calling myself successful. I would never say that. Would but you not? Well, I think what I'm doing is amazing, um, but I would not openly probably You've got say. the word APAC in your title, mate. Yeah. Like I reckon <laughs> anyone that's got an APAC, like before we had to reschedule this chat a few times and I saw you in the Philippines and I was like, you you know, you're not, it was a pretty mega party piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was the launch of Bumble in the Philippines. Um but yeah, APAC. I mean, yeah. I'm well, it's pretty I, sure you can cross up, you can yeah. tick the successful box. I think it's also just hard because so much of what I'm doing, um, you know, on Instagram and everything, it looks, it's mm. all huge and these really amazing events and I'm getting to experience some incredible things and I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. I, of course, don't showcase, you know, how much work kind of goes into the background of all of that mm. and I think maybe some people um, might think it's just all all fun and games Mm. um but yeah it was interesting because he had witnessed it and just said like you've actually done nothing to kind of be treated in this way other Mm. than just there's nothing more heartbreaking than that and that's what i was saying earlier about those places that we can find ourselves just like relationships with guys or girls or whichever way you bat um it, it is one of those things that's also hard to leave friendships. And so even though there is this real big conversation around, oh, how do you make new friends? And it is scary and difficult, just like being in a bad relationship. I also think that there's something to be said about staying in shitty friendships. Yes. And I have always been, like most people would describe me as being really loyal and mm. I'm super forgiving and I don't hold grudges. So I have definitely been one to maintain friendships for probably longer than I should have in the past. And I also love all the stuff that I get to do with Bumble. So I would always – I've got an so amazing social, group of yeah. friends that, like, yeah. have stuck by me no matter what. And then yeah. it's kind of, you know, a bit of an extended group, I guess. But I'm always 
if I can invite my friends to come along to some of the insane stuff that I'm doing, I, I always would, you know. Yeah, and how, what kind of an idiot would you be to try and think that's a bad thing? Yeah. Like, you want, like, <laughs> yeah. it just makes sense to be able to go to those parties. Yeah. yeah, but it is a funny thing. And I think once you, I mean, for me, when I got into my 30s, I realised that things like loyalty and sensitivity and that kind of wise role that I often play in my friendships actually had such a different value than I was putting on it in my 20s and I started to take that super seriously and still am learning to do that actually where I kind of go I understand I could forgive and I could do all those things but I'm going to choose who I do that for much more carefully now and maybe this honestly all does come back to like BFF and friendships and loneliness perhaps I mean, on Instagram, so often you're seeing these huge girl groups and Mm. it looks so fun and so great. Oh, my God. I'm thinking of one right now (laughs) that is like on my Instagram account flooding my feed. (laughs) I'm not going to say much more, but I'm like I'm so interested to to know whether they're actually – friends because yeah. it's looking very Instagram-ish at the moment. Yeah. Well, maybe it's honestly those that pressures. two hours ago. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you hold on to people because you feel like you're meant to have this huge circle. Mm. And maybe we do need more people saying, I've actually got like two great friends. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've got two girl- best girlfriends yeah. and then I've got a bigger group of awesome mates that kind of push and challenge me. But, yeah, I think it gets to a point where who, if you've got things going on, I'm not sure who's got the time to have those soul-nourishing, juicy, yeah. I tell you everything I unravel, we're together in the thick of it, friendships mm. for 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> That's a full-time job. Yeah. It was honestly <laughs> one of the girls in my team, this was heartbreaking, around Christmas just passed, um, she said to me, I'm feeling super shit and lonely at the moment because on my Instagram feed all I'm seeing are like these big Christmas girls' lunches yeah, right. and I don't have that and it's making me feel like shit yeah it's making me a bit sad yeah I moved to Sydney and I'm from Melbourne and I found I've still I find it yeah it's that real homebody stuff Mm. you know what I mean but I think you're right in that those Christmas lunches might not be that they were all staying at each other's staying over watching a movie till 10 p.m that night and talking about their life they're probably going taking a few photos and leaving yeah. this is the bit we don't really know yeah but that's yeah. hard I think that's why we just need to do more BFF events <laughs> yeah I think I'm gonna come yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay before I wrap up um I ask every guest if there was one tool that um my listeners could put in their toolkit just for life anything that you kind of think all right this is good I've got this I use this often and I, I want to share it Oh, oh, my God, I've got, like, a couple of things I'm trying to think of. I've got one thing which isn't necessarily a work thing, but it's really good yeah, for whatever. your soul. Yeah, and it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's something that you buy, but it's cheap. Uh-huh. I just started doing this thing called the five-minute journal. Right. And it literally takes five minutes, and it's all about appreciating the smaller things that are happening to you throughout the day. And it asks you questions, doesn't it? So you don't have to do it all yourself. Yeah. It asks you the same questions each day. So it's like in the morning, you do it when you wake up and you do it before you go to bed and Mm -hmm. you set your intention for the day. And at the end of the day, you reflect on what you could have done better. Mm. And it's honestly helped me so much because I don't tend to have time to really stop and think about like those little things. Mm. But I also feel like in today's society where Instagram is everywhere and you're constantly comparing your life to other people's by focusing on the smaller things that happen to you in a day, like, I don't know, 
you got something on sale or your coffee guy remembered your name, it actually makes you less concerned about all the other stuff that's going on around you. Totally. And Um, gratitude's so important. It's kind of, in a sense, a a way of looking at what you actually have. Yeah. Mm. And then, I mean, a work one for me, um, and I mean, this would be, I'm sure you have a lot of people that listen to this who have their own businesses or have kind of started their own thing. Um, I have been focusing a lot lately on really separating my personal opinion and emotions from kind of every decision that I am (laughs) making. I feel like when you're so close to something, um, I have definitely been, you know, defensive in the past or I've just kind of taken feedback the wrong kind of way in a personal way when it's never like that on the other side. Um, And I think, you know, I've really started to just kind of stop myself in my tracks when I can feel like a bit of emotion coming through or Mm. that the opinion I'm about Mm. to formulate isn't actually a Bumble opinion, it's a Michelle opinion and really trying to be clearer on, you know, what the outcome is going to be based on how I'm feeling at the time. Mm. Um, So I would say probably just trying to be self-aware in that respect because I think it's worked for me and it's made me um, probably more assertive and be able to make better decisions for the brand. Mm. I think that could be used in so many parts of your life too. Like even I know for me in my relationship, I've started to try and put a pause in. So I'm like thinking, am I thinking about something that happened three weeks ago? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like am I, is Last this actually Wednesday at 6 p.m.? <laughs> when I, like, so I'm reacting to something that's happening in the present time, but I've got all this buildup about something else. That, or oh, I've got a tool for you. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. We have a thing at Bumble called the 72-hour rule. And Uh if you don't raise it within 72 hours, you've got to forget about it. Yeah, So it's like about giving clear, direct, real-time feedback. Okay, right, right, right. But then sometimes I feel like I need to hold on to things because I'm a bit quick. I'm actually... Oh, okay, you're too fast. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I don't have a problem sharing my opinion. Okay, right. (laughs) Um, I have to pull it back. But then I'm like still wondering whether it needs to come back out because I don't miss a beat. So I'm at the moment, I just need to pause to figure it all out. Okay. <laughs> but I, I actually think that's I a can't really, help you. no, that's a good one for me for work, I think, because I can procrastinate a bit. And yeah. I think if you haven't really pounced on it, it probably isn't that important for you to fester over. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and sometimes if you know you have to have a difficult decision, a difficult conversation, you can delay a little bit and then it's not really helpful to the other person that's involved. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Oh, this has been very good. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank you. You can find more information about Michelle on Instagram. She is at Michelle Battersby. Her surname is spelled B-A-T-T-E-R-S-B-Y. Or, of course, you can also find all info about Bumble, their events, their BFF uh, part of the app and the dating part at Bumble underscore Australia. Or you could follow the international site um, at Bumble on Instagram. I will be chatting more to Michelle next week about dating, about breakups, about how to make sure you're not coasting in relationships and really that transition of 
really learning how to be solo as an adult in your 20s and early 30s and, and, and overcoming fear in that department. I cannot wait to launch my single Pringle stuff next week. It's been uh, in the making, in the background, of course. Uh, if you are a single Pringle or you're interested in my dating and relationships work, you can also follow us on Instagram at singlepringleau. Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed the chat with Michelle. Let her know that you heard her here and share it if you did enjoy it. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday for another Self-Centered Sunday podcast. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.